0: Hey, this is Chuck, and you are listening to Fans with Bands, the podcast where we talk to the fans and the bands they dig about life, music, and whatever the hell else we want to talk about. Today on Fans with Bands, we're talking to Moon Records. Check it out. Hey, this is Chuck with Fans with Bands, and I'm talking to Paul, James, Matt, and Matt from Moon Moonwreckers. How are you guys doing?
1: Great. Oh, how are you? Awesome, man. Awesome. How are you Chuck?
0: I'm doing really good. I'm really good i and happy to talk with you guys and I can't wait to talk about your album. Um, but we also have a couple of fans. We've got Jillian and Ashley. How are you guys? Oh, they're muted. <laughs> we're
2: they're waiting. I'm All right. Doing well. Doing All right. well. Happy to be here.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So I think it was uh, Paul. I'm pretty sure Paul, you were on. Um, the, the reason I became um, that I knew about your band is you were a fan um, when I was talking to Cosmic Sands.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yep. and
0: it was you know that was that was really fun. I loved uh, t- you know I met Jeremy from um, Distilled Tongues, and then okay. found out about about the other band. and I'm like, holy shit, this is awesome! But anyway, that's how I you know met you, and you were kind enough to send me your guys's new album, which is uh, Why Look Here, which I believe is coming out the 23rd of June. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, full and full in all its glory. Awesome. 23rd of June. Yep
0: awesome so you, yeah Absolutely. you sent me you sent me the music on soundcloud ab- ahead of time so i feel privileged uh, i got to, <laughs> i got to listen to it and uh i think i replied and i said you know holy shit. i mean literally the the hairs on my arms are standing up because it was so cool i love the um the, the lush textures of the music these really kind of dreamy harmonies in there really? and just the emotional quality of that that the writing in the in, in your album it's it's really good so you gotta, oh man thank you so much fantastic
3: yeah, I really appreciate job. That. yeah fantastic That's
0: really cool uh, you know i was thinking of when i was listening to it um a couple things came to mind like uh bands that i could think like if someone was trying to relate it to like um the pixies Oh man! Um, i thought of like uh a l- little bits of um some of the vocals and maybe some of the like guitars reminding me of like really early uh, Radiohead. Um, and I also Great. thought of um, the Doves. Oh. I don't know if you guys know the Doves. Um, yeah, But uh, yeah. some of those kind of that those dreamy qualities where you're kind of like in and out. Uh, I definitely thought of that. So I was like, all right, this is fantastic. Cause t- <laughs> I'll tell you, typically I'm like a huge metal head and, and yeah, yeah. I just love metal, but there's certain bands um, like the style of music that you guys are playing um like the doves like the pixies that I, you know are just great you can just put them on time, and you're like oh fuck this is great so yeah, again awesome. <laughs> i know it's really and on about it but it's it's really cool and i'm uh i'm excited to talk to you guys about this oh man
3: likewise yeah absolutely. so we love metal too just, right. yeah absolutely <laughs>
0: well i know there's some there's some heavier uh <laughs> elements in there you know mixed in which is again what i like about uh that that style of music that you guys are making so is this the first album you guys have done or is there another one out there
3: yeah this is the first um no eps or anything we're just coming strong with yeah <laughs> the whole self-titled <laughs> i think it's like it's over 50 minutes 12 songs i think yeah yeah, yeah. like 54
4: or 55 minutes total
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's the way to do it man <laughs> you know why screw around just yeah that's point. right yeah <laughs> that's awesome so I want to talk a little bit about um, the music. I know it's not out, so when folks uh, hear this, they may not have it yet. But you will have some sing- singles coming out. Um, mm-hmm. But I want to kind of talk about the songwriting and some of the the influences behind it, and you know, just start with some of the music itself. And one tune I was really, I really love was called "Failures." Mm-hmm. Um, and That's so I was curious, like, one. if you could tell me the story behind that one. Like, how did you guys, you know, come about? Uh, how did you how did you make that song and what were what influenced it its creation
3: um i guess maybe i'll i'll start uh you guys can fill in at any point if i say <laughs> something stupid um yeah so like <clears throat> all all of these songs uh if, if you can tell by the lyrical content are pretty personal um you know there's uh they, they were written kind of over the span of a few years and um during COVID actually uh, started sharing them with these guys. We were in a band previously. uh, We were doing more covers before. And um, so during COVID, we just, I don't know. I think we were just trying, looking for inspiration. We were tossing around ideas. And then I was like, you know what? I have all these songs. Let's send them to the boys, see what they think. It was pretty terrifying for me to do uh, just because I had kept them kind of so close um, to myself and uh, yeah so uh, that's kind of where all of them started from um, but yeah they were uh, failures specifically let's see what which songs that one ab- about <laughs> uh, yeah okay so I mean like the, the most of the content of the record and not all but most of the content of the record is um, you know regarding uh, myself and my ex-wife and sort of the end of our relationship um that we had been together for a very long time since we were 18 years old 37 now um so we had been together for a, a very long time and we hit a fairly rough patch there and uh i mean i i did say she's my former wife so uh we we didn't uh end up sticking together but that one certainly uh about you know the situation at the time yeah um they're all kind of like, well, not all of them, but any of them that have to do with that situation. Uh, you know, the writing was more therapy for me than anything. I yeah. never really intended on uh, releasing the music to anyone until these guys got their hands on them. And I was like, damn, okay, these are these are actually pretty awesome. Uh, and so it just kind of spiraled.
0: That's cool. So when you came with the song, um, did, did you stick with the the overall, like, song structure i i know lyrically you had where you were going with it but mm-hmm. did you did the the, stru- the song itself remain intact throughout or did everybody get in there and say you know i i'd like to change this part i'd like to do this to these you know this chord sequence you know blah 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 i don't know what do you guys
4: think so when you first sent them over they were just um because you recorded them at the apartment in lansing right
3: that's right yeah I was so it was there. a
4: mic and a guitar um so they were pretty you know pretty raw tracks i mean it was just the vocals and the general structure of the song um
3: and so we started in we,
4: an
5: apartment too yeah, like yeah. you
4: said like would I mean, you remember how quiet he was yeah. on those? Yeah,
3: well, quiet. so. <laughs> and
4: neighbors. And if you remember, if you remember I, I don't remember which song it is off the top of my head, but in one of the songs at the end of it, you can actually hear one of his cats meowing as <laughs> the, <laughs> the song is going out, you know? And uh, we okay. were we were joking around for the longest time about ways to inject that back into the final product. And we're like, it's <laughs> going to be too hard to like make that magic happen again. Um, but yeah, so what ended up happening is you sent these demo tracks and we started kind of recording at home no one was really seeing each other in person at that point yeah. and then so we kind of got into it and started saying okay well let's take this a little more seriously so we started working and actually sending you know stem tracks back and forth mixing a, a demo together yeah um and so everyone really kind of had the opportunity at least i think had the opportunity to kind of write their own parts um, yeah. around the core structure Whoa. um you know, so there'd be things we'd bounce around and, you know, yeah, we like this. No, we don't like this. But a lot of it was the creative process kind of in our own space. Nice. Um, and I think what was kind of cool about it is by the time we first got back together, I remember that first practice and uh, I think it was at uh, Matt's house and your parents were like, you guys all got masks, you guys all vaccinated, you know, <laughs> and, um, but by the time we got together to play half of these songs, we had already heard them and played them, you know, a hundred plus times. In our oh, own yeah. homes, so it, was, it was wild to hear something so familiar, but yet it would be the first time you play it in the same space. Yes.
0: Wow! Which I, I also,
5: also remember too; it felt like everything, everything got a little more. And I think some of it was just a product of, like James said, they were Matt's tracks recorded in an apartment building. He's got to be quiet because he's got neighbors. And then so we're bouncing these around over the wire because we like, we were in lockdown for half of this. Yeah. And then by the time that we do get together, I think things definitely like some of the heavier parts that you yeah. that you hear in the album really came alive when when we got together in person. And had real drums and and amplifiers pegged out and everything else that you could feel that, it. Yeah, I the, the album. It yeah, it, it got a little more aggressive in parts, which I think is a a good thing. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, for sure.
1: Um, and fa- failures is a fun one. Just to just to wrap up on this in your yeah. head now, but but failures is a fun one because it's got a it's got a cool rhythmic kind of pulse to it yeah that that it's it's almost difficult to count when you go into the into the chorus but it's it's got like a, a couple of different feels to it and then when matt uh matt and, and james went into the and did the harmonies on it that's what i really love about the song I, I'm, I'm lucky enough i get to sing the high part um but like that that just put that song over the top for me i i loved i loved uh hearing it and love performing it nice
0: uh the other tune I, I i really enjoyed and i believe it's the first sing- single you guys are going to put out and that's uh may gray yeah may gray, yeah yeah
4: nice, yeah, yeah yes. that'll be out uh friday
3: uh 26th yeah.
0: excellent excellent
3: yeah, so certainly by the time this gets posted for sure
0: yeah yeah, for sure. yeah people have a chance to like kind of get ensconced with it and and you know hopefully come to love it uh so what uh what's the story behind that tune
3: yeah um So, um, so there was a point where, uh, that same relationship was not going well. And I was like, well, I need to, can I swear?
2: Yeah, for sure. Uh, I
3: was like, I need to get the fuck out of here. I need to get out of Michigan. Um, we had a house in East Lansing at the time and it just wasn't working. And I just needed to like reboot. And like, I gave her the open invite and I was like, Hey, this is you know, like we can try this again. Um, let's get a like fresh start or whatever. So went off to California, lived in Pasadena, uh, for like a year and she did eventually come out for a short period of time, but it just ultimately didn't work. And, um, so she left and, you know, so like I was pretty down in the dumps about it and pretty lost just because we had been together so long. Yeah. Um, so like, May Gray's really came out of like after she had left California and I was out there with very little friends and support uh, and just kind of out on my own. And um, yeah, I mean, that's that's really what it's about. It was kind of like, well, I need to I'm getting out of here. You're welcome to come. Um, And it was just like my lonesome struggle to uh, to try and find my people. Which ultimately I never really did, and ended up coming back.
1: <laughs> awesome. Where are your people? Yeah,
3: <laughs> that's right. Yeah, my people are here in Michigan. So,
0: <laughs> awesome. So uh, I'm curious, like when you, when when Paul, uh, james and, and Matt, other Matt, uh, heard that that raw track, what, what were your impressions when you first heard it?
5: Um. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, I think. I think we kind of messed around with parts of this track when we were, we would rent um, a music space at a, a little place out in Ipsy. And oh. yeah, Grove Studios.
0: Grove Studios, alright. Yeah. Yeah.
5: yeah. Great place. Man. And so, you know, it, like we'd get together late at night and I seem like there are bits and pieces of this song that came from a jam session at Grove and then I think everything just kind of seemed to meld together really well when when hearing matt's track at I least that, that's that's some of what at least i can speak for myself But <laughs> at least some of my parts i definitely remember playing at a, a late night at grove yeah i want to say
3: this was like really the first one like where like we played it together as a band and like it was like holy shit like this is pretty cool like yeah, this yeah. Is cool. It just like th- everyone's parts melded and like I mean there there was there was like a learning curve involved like where you know like you're you're feeling the parts out and you're like ah, I don't know if that's the right whatever drum part or that's the right guitar part but then you know Matt or Paul or Jameis would do something and it just it clicked and like that was the first like
1: that was the first exciting thing, yeah. thing
3: I think that was like oh shit this is pretty cool this yeah. is becoming something so much cooler
5: than just some sad asshole
2: alone.
3: <laughs> and, yeah.
2: I even remember
5: there was like some dude in the parking lot drinking beer. And he was like, You guys sounded
4: pretty good. And we were like, <laughs> All right. <Yeah. laughs> we, we made it, Got guys. Where is he? Yeah. I think, I think that one pretty unanimously, I think we all uh jumped on that one. And yeah, I, I think we all found our place in that relatively quickly, too, you know? Mm-hmm. um but i do remember that first night at grove the, the one guy came in looking for cables too and he's like how long you guys been playing and we're like oh we're just starting because you guys sound great <laughs> you know?
0: that's so, awesome
4: and I, I i don't know if it was just the, the humble nature of like guy needs cable guy's right. gotta interrupt you know but, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you but really, I, I know really i know we have cable. a couple of uh we have a couple of the early recordings from those and uh, my daughter recorded some stuff when we were there too. The one night she was a trooper, just hanging out on the couch. Right, you know, does it sound good, Gray? Yep. <laughs>
0: Headphones back on, and she's in her own world. So <laughs> uh, excellent. Yeah,
4: what I thought was fun with that one was um, that one we had the uh, we had the Scooby Doo mystery towards the end of it. If you guys remember, we were trying to figure out what was going on with that last oh, part yeah. going into the final chorus, yeah. and then uh, and then the uh, ending. The we ending, came back yep. to your original, uh, Matt's original um, demo for that. So originally the ending for that was just a big bombastic rings out, you know, and we're listening to it one night and we're like, Matt kind of chugs those three chords in the original tape that he did back in uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. back in the apartment. Uh, and uh, I kind of, I kind of put it together and I sent it to the guys and I said, I said, Hey, we should try and do this, you know? And it kind of became this, you know, thing that we came back to, you know, and I, I was like, I was happy that we found it again. You know, That's it cool. was just, it was something that wasn't there for the longest time. And it seemed to kind of round out the back end of that track. A bit. I thought.
0: Nice. Nice. Yeah. It was
1: a lot of fun. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And, and Conkle, uh Conkle's credit, the chorus riff that um, I was trying to do way too much. And then uh, he's like, just play the damn octaves over again. <laughs> and I, and I was like, all right, so I did it. And, and so the whole band moves to a different chord underneath. And then I just keep playing the octave part. And it's like, all right, that rips. <laughs> so, <laughs> so credit where credit's due. Yeah, Dr- that's drummer really the guitar riff. Yeah,
3: that's pretty much <laughs> the story of, of Paul as a guitar player. Is He's so technically good that like he just has the tendency to just
1: Overplay you canoodle, S- cram, it. It. cram S- it, it all in, cram it, Matt. The secret's yeah. out, yeah, yeah. Less is more, it's Less all is good, more, baby. I, yeah, I grew a lot on this album. I can tell you that. <laughs> that's awesome yeah, for sure. That, we're super proud of them.
0: That's super hard, actually, you know, because you know, yeah, I'm a, i I play guitar. Um, and back when I was in a band, I would like, you know, try to throw these leads in there that were just like, just play that you know we were playing metal but you're just trying to throw like eight thousand notes out there you know yeah and then you you listen to a guy like Stephen Stephen wilson um
4: oh uh porcupine I, tree right yeah
0: yeah yeah and you listen to those those guitar solos on there and you're like oh that's what i want to do right yeah. I, uh, play like that guy you know it's like oh yeah. shit.
4: yeah even some of the uh stuff he did after he toured with opeth
0: yeah
4: um, like anesthesize yeah like for as long as that track is, it's just an absolute trip. I think it's what twenty, twenty-two or twenty-three minutes long or something yeah. like that. It's and crazy. every time that song comes on, I'll sit and listen to it start to finish. Love
1: it.
0: Yeah, the, the my most favorite uh, solo that that is on that or the, it's the album with the it's a blue cover or white and blue. Uh, I can't think of the name of the album right now, but um, it's the sound of muzak.
4: Oh and- yeah, uh, that was was that the same one with piano lessons? i can't remember i'm gonna look it up real yeah. quick
0: but um <laughs> that that guitar solo oh
4: yeah. that's from uh in absentia
0: yeah that's what it is yeah
4: yeah yeah that was a phenomenal album
0: yeah that guitar solo right there boom holy mm-hmm. shit so good yeah. so that's anyway awesome. digressed into percup entry but um <laughs> <laughs> so on this album which of for each of you is your favorite song and and oh, why shit. i know boom paul
1: yeah, boy, um, right. <laughs> my, it's so hard no honestly like lyrically and and all together it's probably wake the fuck up so it's, it's the closing track um i like i've told matt this i'd like the lyrics are hit really hard for me um and it's it's the slower kind of like like and it builds it builds a little bit but it's kind of it's kind of airy too yeah um and i really i really like the way it turned out with kind of the huge come in for the chorus and then kinda keep it um uh urethral is that the right word yeah right yeah ethereal ethereal <laughs> not not urethral urethral
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: ethereal that's a different <laughs> bro. Uh, but uh ethereal and the in the verses so I'd probably say wake the fuck up is,
0: is my favorite. Uh let's uh Jamis how about you
4: god that's tough um i'm all over the place with it uh for the longest time i think it was may Gray's. um intuition has really grown on me a lot mm. um just it's got that it's got that like straight hard you know driving vibe to it pretty much start to finish um it gets pretty bombastic at the end yeah and yeah. that that was one i i struggled with to find something because i'm like i just I'm, I'm not finding a place in there yeah. and then when i hit it i'm like okay it just simple and just ride it out and have fun with it you know yeah um so yeah that those two really kind of hit me every time i get to play them
0: all right uh how about uh matt g uh yeah
4: um
3: i guess uh for me i don't know it's like I, i'll say coping
1: Ooh. Um, that's a good one
3: Yeah, it was one of the last ones that like I wrote and I was, uh, you know, specifically not about my divorce. So uh, although like originally it was about I mean, it is about um, it was originally called Coping Death and um, we dropped Coping Death. And I thought it was a cool play on Creeping Death. But I was like this lyrics, the lyrics, uh, I was like, well, this could still fit, uh, you know. And yeah, it, it, it kind of like the lyrics like leave it open to interpretation and can fit you know right. anyone's sad situation. But I would say that
5: one
0: cool, cool and Matt K.
5: Oh, it's a tough one because this is it's. I think it's interesting hearing what everyone else says because, like, as I listen to things more, you kind of like pick a a, a different track um i think right now um maybe wake wake the fuck up i think right now is is what's doing it for me i love the guitar work in it if i'm honest like it's just i i think paul did an incredible job on that track
2: oh thank you and so. uh <laughs> mm-hmm mm-hmm so that's
5: <laughs> That's my flavor of the week right now. But if you ask me next week, I'll probably pick something different.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, and I was thinking of that when, when you guys were talking, because uh, I probably should have said at this moment, because, yeah, it's going to, it's like yeah, all music, yeah. you know, and uh, every day, you you know, different mute, mood, different uh, situation, something else is going to spark your interest. So, and that's the cool thing. And another great thing about this album is there's a little something in there for everybody, really, any type mm-hmm. of, you know, whatever you're, whatever's going on, even though, you know, there's some, uh, like I said some emotional stuff in there but cool Absolutely. um so let's kind of go back in time a little bit at least for me and like how did the band come together how did you guys form Moonwrecker
4: uh beer in JD's kitchen is that where it started <laughs> I
0: think so <laughs>
4: we I know we were over at uh Buddy's house one day and we we're talking and I think I think Matt and uh Paul Matt G and Paul were uh both missing playing you know and we were talking and somehow it came up i'm like uh, yeah i played music growing up too you know and i remember like i think it was paul you want to start a band and then galbert <laughs> you want to start a band you know? <laughs> and then the whole thing came we hugged it out in the kitchen and i don't think we talked about it for two weeks until paul was like well i work with a guy who's a really good drummer <laughs> and, uh, I, I think that's actually where it started for the four of us
1: yeah just matt and i Conkle and i were um we're jamming, you know. We had funny Oh, you play music? I play music. Sweet. Do you <laughs> like Rush? I like Rush. Sweet. Let's do
5: this. Yeah, you know? yeah. Let's play
1: Rocket Queen over and over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just Guns and Roses until you bleed, and then um, and so we we had messed around, and yeah, we had the the kind of the moment, the serendipity at, at the uh, in the kitchen of just of just hey, let's do this, and and we started the cover train thing, you know, and we had a couple of singers and. Really talented people um and then you know played a couple of shows had some fun then you know, world shut down and uh, then we decided to to do our own thing here we are chuck
0: awesome that's fantastic <laughs> so cool awesome so uh you know i know everyone has their own uh evolutionary story into music so uh for each of you like what 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 inspired you to want to play music um and and there's like it's kind of a two-part question because, um, lots of people play music. Not everybody plays in a band, um, and because yeah. it's a different thing, right? It's a yes. it's another wanting of of the music thing. So, um, when you're answering, you know, like what what who you know can be who a band, a song, who inspired you and to to want to play, and then also be in a band. Um, yeah. Hmm. Let's I'll start. I'll start. Um, all right, go. Did that? I know
3: immediately my response. Um, <laughs> my dad, for sure. Uh, my dad played guitar. He was in bands growing up. Uh, I had an uncle that also was in bands. I was just surrounded by music all the time. Um, and uh, like <laughs> they would practice in the basement at my house and awesome. I'd be, you know, it'd be like 10 o'clock at night and I'm in elementary school and I'm like banging on the ground like <laughs> I have to go to bed like (laughs) and then he would yell back up with his buddies like one more one more they'd play like five more of course um so it was just like yeah I mean my environment in in that growing up um it's always sort of been a part of my DNA and then um yeah I mean like I guess my story is because of that um you know they they put me in like piano lessons when I was a kid or whatever, and I played cornet for a minute, and then I played the upright bass in middle school. But ultimately, I just wanted to play, like, rock and roll bands. So, actually, Paul and I, uh, my first band, I think it's Paul's first band, too.
1: It was. Originally (laughs) called... my answer.
3: PMT. (laughs) PMT. PMT, which stood for Paul Matt Tank, and Tank was our (laughs) original drummer. Uh, And then that morphed into... The Ron Jeremy Experience, which (laughs) was a ska band. Awesome. An eight-piece ska band. (laughs) That
2: was so much fun.
3: And then, yeah, I mean, I just kind of bounced from bands after that. Like, I was in, like, a screamo band, kind of more metal, uh, post-hardcore. And then I was in, like, just a straight-up punk rock band. And then I was in a band that I was fortunate enough where I got to, like, travel around a bit. We didn't make money, really, but we made enough to just keep going from town to town to town very good band yeah that that band was called monument monument um and that was more of like sort of like an indie pop rock type thing um and then yeah i mean just growing older and you know like going to school and starting careers and stuff like music kind of fell on the back burner and then it wasn't until these guys came around that like really sparked you know new life in me i guess That's cool.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Uh, Matt K., how about you?
5: Well, this is boring. I have the same answer as Matt. Uh, (laughs) My dad. He's he's, a lot of our dads. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Well, he was. So my dad played the drums. And so there was always a drum set around the house. and, And he played in bands when I was younger. So I remember like walking downstairs and like just... Listening to loud covers of Ted Nugent and Kiss and all <laughs> sorts of other like seventies hard rock and and uh and so that that was like for me, drums were just always around. And then when you're younger, you know, it was like whoever lived in my neighborhood that played an instrument, you know, you yeah. I would just like seek them out because there would be like one kid who was whatever had a guitar yeah. and an amp that was loud enough to get over a drum set right cuz everyone would bring over like a tiny little bass amp and you'd be like
1: mm, that's not going to do it <laughs>
5: no, not quite <laughs> but you know and and just a lot of that was also like the exposure to the bands that i guess you know shaped some of my drum I'm like of course it's it's like pretty cliché for a drummer to like rush but yeah. um you know i love rush and van halen and all of like those kind of old hard rock bands and and um you know like pat travers and just a lot of robin trower um progress or you know just like old prog rock that sort of stuff was always playing in the house and so those were like a lot of the bands that that shaped me and then inspired me through the years and then it's a story just just like anyone else who starts playing an instrument early, right? I never had lessons, but I started early enough to where the frustration was never there with learning. Yeah. And then once you play live with someone and it's, it's just like a a feeling for me that's, it's like nothing else, you know, it's the, it's the best high that you can get in life.
0: Nice. Awesome. Uh, Paul, how about you? Uh, so
1: I'd say my first my first music uh, started with my grandma. She taught me how to play piano, and then Matt's dad. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, semi semi serious. Like uh, when I, you know, I learned I learned how to play GCD in a in a church camp when I was in in high school, and then um, you know came back and learned electric guitar and an amp, and um, then hooked up with with Galbraith there and it's like his dad and you know i was looking at his uh, what what year is that that les paul matt it's a nine,
3: 1980 les paul custom silver burst oh yeah
1: i <laughs> actually he actually let me use it for my senior pictures of high school so yeah. I awesome like, <laughs> so I, was like, I was just like enamored by this guitar and and you know just the the life you know just being able to to express yourself with music and and you know it's Guns and roses was my thing. like it slash was you know yeah I, I wanted a top hat. I, I don't have the hair uh, for <laughs> it but um but you know just he kept me wanting to play and then playing with these guys you know like Matt like Conkel said, once you play live, it's just game over. It's just it's such a great feeling and and when you hit it and you, everyone's locked in um, yeah. and there's not much like
0: it. <laughs> Excellent. And uh Davis, how are you? So uh,
4: before we jumped at me, I've never seen the senior photo.
0: Oh <laughs> <laughs>
1: I gotta find wow. him. Man. Is
4: it like the, is it like the laser background?
1: It, no, I don't think it's laser <laughs> back, but I'm definitely doing like this weird G chord because I thought okay. like,
4: oh everyone's gonna know what he's
1: what he's playing. Yeah, like, okay. that makes sense.
4: All right. Um so for me, uh <laughs> we had a lot of music in the family, but none of my none of my immediate family played. Oh um my dad was a big rock and roll guy um you know a lot of there were a lot of late nights just like uh, galbraith had where two three in the morning dad's still up listening to rock concerts you know he'd be uh he'd be blasting the wall or you know um some yes album or robin trower like bridge's eyes i can't tell you how many times (laughs) that kept me asleep in school the next day um but my 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 twin sister and i um we were both real big into music and she got uh, an acoustic guitar and I got, you know, like a Roland digital drum set when we were, I don't know, 14, 15 years old. So I started off actually playing drums and got into um, guitar, you know, played that for a little bit. Um, and then as I got a little older, I played in a couple bands. I played in like a, a, an acoustic folk group. Um, we had a, a drummer that was real big. He's actually uh, Conkle's um, nemesis. He exclusively does like weird hand percussion, <laughs> which is like no good, no good for Matt. Um, but then, uh, then I got into a rock band, and I, you know, you'd play the local, you know, the Token Lounge or Pharaoh's before they closed that down. Yeah. Um, and then I got into a, a three piece progressive, like a progressive rock fusion group, all instrumental stuff. Um, wild, learned a ton. These guys were absolute theory nuts, and then, um. Kind of life life got crazy, had a kid, um, didn't have time for playing anymore. And I think by the time we all got back together, I don't think I'd taken my bass out of its case in probably 10 years. Oh wow. You know. Um yeah. and I still messed around with the, you know, with the guitars and all that from time to time. But um, like he says, I mean, getting together and playing with real people, it just it hits different. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. or going out and like meeting new people, you know, it always yeah. it always hits a little different. So um But yeah in our family it was not you know no none of my parents uh my sister played you know in band uh she but clarinet but like the rock and roll stuff that just i don't know that started kind of with us so
0: (laughs) awesome excellent so uh uh question i'd like to ask uh folks just to kind of still kind of drill into like your your origin is uh what was the first uh, album you bought? It could be album, cassette, CD, whatever.
5: Oh, I got a twofer <laughs> for you.
0: All right. So you, yes. you got, go for it, Matt.
5: My first two albums that I bought with my own money were George Michael's Faith and Fine Young Cannibals. Oh,
0: wow, the Fine Young Cannibals. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: no, my so, goodness.
0: Yeah, so what inspired that? I mean, I, I think... I remember seeing the, the videos for Fine Young Cannibals on, on MTV.
5: I mean, that had to have been part of it. But, you know, t- thinking back on it, like, I don't know what year those came out. But I was I was like really young. You yeah, I was going like, to say
0: you had to be because, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
5: I, I think I was like seven years old or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> um, and so I'm, I'm sure some of it was just the, the culture at the time, right? Like yeah. we would get home from school. I had an older sister, so she would have, was essentially my babysitter. We'd like plop down and watch MTV. <laughs> and, you know, that was what was rocking MTV. And, you know, I yeah. think every seven year old is probably very interested in uh, the song. I want your sex. You know?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, man, that's awesome. Awesome. Uh, Jameis, how are you? Uh,
4: mine was... Porno for Pyro's Pets on I cassette. Think...
0: Oh, wow. I remember awesome.
4: I, I bought it at Meyer. It had that that terrible plastic hard shell case that was impossible to remove. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah like, um, what the hell is the deal? With the... Well, I know it was a theft deterrent, but Jesus Christ, <laughs> come on.
2: Yeah,
4: <laughs> yeah. and I, I think it was probably one of those things. I I, I probably heard the song, you know, um, Pets 100 times on MTV, and it was like, I got to have this. <laughs> um, but, I, I mean, it branched out so many different ways from there.
0: Nice, nice. But, uh, met G,
4: yeah, it's hard. I, it's
3: really hard to remember, and I think specifically it's hard to remember because my parents were pretty cool and they listened to like pretty cool music, so like I kind of stole a lot of their stuff,
0: yeah, yeah, you
3: know, like whether it be uh earlier on and being more like Tom Petty, Bruce Springsteen, or you know, maybe a little after that, being more. Uh, REM and in, into the grunge scene with you know, pearl Jam, Nirvana, yeah. Soundgarden. Um, truthfully, I think it was probably MC Hammer. Uh, it was probably
1: <laughs> that's uh, so great.
3: <laughs> pretty sure. I think my brother had two legit to quit, and we had we just, they were casingles. I oh, think yeah. he had two legit to quit, and I had the Adams family song that he made for the movie Adam's Family.
2: <laughs> just like Adam's
3: Family Groove or something like that. Nice. nice. But yeah, I i pretty much just played my parents' records mostly. And they actually when growing up they had a turntable too. So uh I would play uh the Beach Boys collection
1: uh mm. Endless Summer just oh, all nice. the time. I was obsessed oh, yeah. with it.
0: Nice. Nice. Very nice. Uh Paul.
1: Yeah, so I was like in a panic because I didn't know if you were gonna like cross check what I said at Cosmic <laughs> it hasn't been like, no, you said it was this. <laughs> no, um, I think I think for real it was the it was Damn It by or uh, excuse me, um, Dude Ranch, Blake One Eight Two, Dude Ranch. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Dude Ranch. And but uh, I would say my first kind of exposure into records and stuff was, and Matt, you made me think about it. Uh, my parents had old monkeys records.
2: Oh wow! And
1: I had like this, I had this, you know, all in one plastic turntable that, you know, had like four decibels of volume. (laughs) And, uh, and I would just, I would jam and uh, jam out to monkeys records. But the, but the first one I bought was, was dude ranch by, by Blink 182.
0: Excellent. And, uh, Jillian, how about you? What was your first album?
1: I hear scurrying. Uh Oh, (laughs) <laughs> wow
2: i was uh i was not expected to be put on the spot that um shoot um i'm kind of the same boat as galbraith uh my parents listened to a lot of really cool stuff so i didn't have to uh really get much on my own until you know uh junior high and i became a total asshole and needed my own stuff um <laughs> but uh you know Jagged Little Pill. That was probably, yeah. you oh, nice. know, I mean, Ooh, as, as as, as every, every proper uh, junior high uh, girl had to have in the nineties. You know, Jagged Little Pill on <laughs> yeah. it. Hell but, yeah. Um, but yeah, we always had, you know, classic rock, uh, um, Motown. Motown was huge in my house. So, nice. Um, yeah, yeah, that was. But Jagged that's Little cool. Pill in in Green Day in Green Day. UK. Oh yeah, so, UK, yeah.
0: Yeah, Dookie, that's a good album. Um, yeah. Child of the it, 90s. My, my parents were not, you know, we had some Motown in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, my my mom uh, and my dad were like totally into like old school country too, which at the time, like as a kid, I didn't like it all. I was yeah. Like, oh, yeah. You know, I didn't want to listen to it all. And then like the tunes I did like was uh, Stevie Wonder. Um but my mom really got into this obsession with Fleetwood Mac when rumors came out.
3: Oh yeah. Classic. I heard that
0: so fucking many times. I'm like, Oh my God. (laughs) Why? Why God? Why? But now, you know, I listen to it now. I'm like, Oh, this is so good. Right. Like sometimes I think you don't appreciate that shit when you're a little kid, you know, you're just hearing it and like, whatever, you know, and then you go back and like, fuck yeah, I love Johnny cash now, you know, but, but, (laughs) Uh, Absolutely. yeah so uh kind of moving up into more modern times what's what's an album you've been listening to right now that you really love um and it could i get i know that uh again uh ask you today it could be something something else and it doesn't have to be an album that's been released recently Mm -hmm. it can you know it doesn't have to be a new release it could be just something that you're you've been uh listening to a lot in the last few weeks um i
2: I know that this is for the boys but um you just made me think of it uh in our house uh paul's house that is uh we listen to a lot of rumors
0: oh really all right awesome
1: it's been on the turntable quite a bit
0: excellent excellent (laughs) uh Uh, go ahead i'll jump in for
4: for me um i've been listening to the new lucero album a lot oh cool uh should have should have learned by now um and i think probably off that the song that um i've been liking the most is called "Buy a little time cool which is that's probably gotten more playtime than any other album in the last couple months
0: excellent excellent Uh, yeah that one's up there
3: for me too but i've been pretty obsessed with uh hermanos gutierrez which is just like uh um i don't know they have a weird story uh I'm not actually not sure where they're from. Uh, I want to say like they were born in like Argentina or S- South America somewhere and then grew up in like Sweden or something weird, but um they are like a two piece, they're brothers, they play guitar, it's super chill music. Um but a lot of cool like fusion stuff, like not like jazz fusion, but just uh-huh. like fusion of uh uh, of a a lot of different genres but I think the best way to put it is it sounds like you know the music that uh that would be to like spaghetti westerns or something oh okay uh, <laughs> um so yeah they awesome. came out with the new record um el bueno y el malo uh that have been
1: perfectly to. said yeah
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
3: awesome
0: awesome uh matt K how about you
5: um well so recently we've we've been moving and so my music is like always kind of reflects your mood you know <laughs> so for me for the past two weeks i've been digging back into victory records Ooh, so like, rad yeah so i don't it's been a lot of Snapcase for me <laughs> and that, that, like earth crisis and like some of these other bands that i just like I haven't listened to him in years and years yeah. like working kitchens and they would like frequent in kitchens. <laughs> I heard Caboose the other day and I was like, this is it. Like this is my moving anthem. So that's, <laughs> that's been a record label of, of old nineties thrash. <laughs>
0: awesome. And Paul, how about you?
1: Well, as Julie said, it's uh, a lot of rumors. rumors, yeah. but also, uh, you know, with the, with the, with the wee ones. Um, I don't know if you've heard of Bluey but uh <laughs> no but that, it's a it's a cartoon show and they actually released the soundtrack which is a banger by the way <laughs> on uh on vinyl so we we spin that and it's fun teaching the kids about the records and stuff and yeah but uh but yeah that and then obviously test pressings <laughs> <Yeah>. just <laughs> listening to over and over and over again so yeah yeah
4: paul's our number one listener on soundcloud <laughs> yeah <laughs> absolutely
1: yeah.
3: no but like this this like kind of snapshot of all of us that's kind of why i love being in a band with all these guys and like why i love like the parts they come up with because it we come from totally different musical backgrounds even though it sounds similar um yeah, our tastes are, are very different and uh i think where we cut our teeth was very different so yeah it just like makes this cool fusion of uh of styles uh, yeah. in the end that you know something i've have never produced on my own um so totally give these guys credit for making you know the record what it is
0: yeah that uh, that's a good point because it probably does reflect um the the depth of the music when i was listening to it you know because i think if everyone was in the same wheelhouse um i don't know if you'd get some of those textures that you got you guys have captured Um, so yeah that's
2: cool
1: and it's, it was such a, it was such a journey. Like it, I remember, um, you know, James is talking about, I, I don't know where to go with intuitions. Mine was like, yikes spikes. It's, um, it was a song. And I literally, we had practiced the next day and I had nothing. And I was like, I can't go with nothing. And I was, all, you know, had a couple of beers and I'm all pissed off. And I literally hit every single pedal on my board and then just played harmonics and it's just <laughs> like, dude, it's screwing around. And then that's what ended up, you know, showing up, and it's so it's one of those things where sometimes just a little bit of, of of angst or or just you know stress can can lead to fun stuff because I was, didn't want to let the boys down on a, <laughs> <laughs> on a Saturday. Awesome.
0: So if you guys could go um, um, anywhere in the world to play a show, um, oh boy, where, where would you like Ooh. to go, and and who would you like to have on the bill with you? Whoa.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Well, yeah. uh,
4: That's a uh, question.
0: Uh so let's uh Jameis, how about you? Let's start
4: with Oh you. man, anywhere in the world. Yeah. I don't know. We always joke around about the uh the whole Madison Square Garden, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, like I'd I'd really love to play somewhere in Europe. Uh as far as who to have on the bill, oh man, I am uh, Living or Dead? i mean that's that's the other question too right
0: yeah no it could be either it could be um
4: double back to me on that one i i need a minute to process all right
0: who's who's ready Um, oh man
4: i was just gonna say i would
3: like to uh play Pompeii with pink floyd and (laughs) screw these guys i want to play with pink floyd like i want to be i want to be like david gilmore
0: (laughs) oh man
1: yeah it was the other people on the bill matt uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah
3: Yeah. that's an awesome question though it's It's
5: very very difficult to answer i don't know
0: (laughs) Uh, let's see matt k how about you
5: so i gotta go it's it's gonna be south america and i'm just i'm going i think i'm i'm going with maybe either argentina or brazil right maybe let's just let's just say sao paulo or rio okay because i feel like the fans down there just have a passion that's above and beyond yeah. like what what we're like normally exposed to and we're going to play we're going to need to fill a big stadium you know so so i'm going to need like u2 or like the cure <laughs> or, or someone Dude. like that like it might be a stretch but <laughs> But, yeah. you know, we're, we're going to need to, like, we we can fill a couple hundred seeds, and we're going to need them to fill the rest
0: for right. us. <laughs> exactly. A couple <laughs> hundred thousand extra yeah. seeds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And if I you don't like, mind. Well, doing so. Awesome. <laughs> That's
3: my answer, too, actually. Playing with the cure
5: All
0: right. in uh, Brazil, sure. All right. <laughs> uh, That's
5: we get one more vote. We're going. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, if
4: that's it, then I'm, that's my
1: vote. <laughs>
4: yeah. I'll, so I'll, I'll call. call up Robert. I was going to say, Mr. Smith, uh, we need you. <laughs> yeah. Now, how are you feeling about somewhere in South America Thursday right? night? Let's well, go. yeah,
0: just corner and backstage. I don't think it cures right. coming of to Knob, right? Coming. That's right. He'll be there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, so mine is it, mostly because uh, I, I wanted to go to New Zealand somewhere like somewhere over there um mostly so I like can mountain bike after we get done playing um but uh but i'd, I'd have like guns N' roses oh just, yeah just because it's just in my blood um who else on the bill <laughs> guns and roses and like uh green day <laughs> yeah awesome. i'll tell you I what like you get diversity of bill <laughs>
4: yeah i'll tell you what galbraith you get You get Pink Floyd and I'll get the uh, fearless flying frog brigade.
2: Oh,
1: (laughs) all right. Yeah.
4: And then they could do animals cover to cover. There we go. Together.
0: Yes. Are you, are you you guys going to that show?
4: Uh, I don't have tickets to it, but I would love to, I, I
0: I will be there. So, oh, rad. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Um, it was supposed to be originally at Royal Oak and it got moved to the Masonic so oh cool yeah so and it's, it's actually next week next friday oh red. yeah the second yeah so that'll be a blast yeah and i ponied up uh, it's my buddy's 60th birthday so i said well we're gonna do the meet and greet so we get to meet uh
1: oh that's awesome yeah. oh that's great yeah
0: i did the meet and greet with him and uh sean lennon too when no way. When, wow. uh, when the lennon claypool thing was here yeah wow. yeah, yeah yeah and oh. and we did the meet and greet with primus too and it was yeah. windy as Fuck! It was in. It was at the um, Michigan. What where the fuck is that place? Michigan Lottery Amphitheater. Actually. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Sterling yeah. Heights thing. Yeah. Um,
5: oh, the the King of Kings tour, or the uh, for, well the Kings tour. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey. I had tickets to that, and I freaking I couldn't make it. Yeah, last it was, minute. It was
0: raining and cold. Yeah. and And uh, yeah, it was, it was. It was so good though. Holy crap! Oh um, yeah, yeah. So I'm a, uh, kind of obsessed with the Les Claypool. Uh, I don't know why. Well, Me no. too. That, that uh, makes yeah, perfect make sense. Chuck.
1: You're in good company. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Hey, J- Jameis, no necrogoblin for you. Oh, necrogoblin? Well, no, um, you necrogoblin. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I will say oh,
4: they probably make the best music videos. <laughs> oh my! Goodness. Out of anybody out there, no one gets out alive. Probably <laughs> uh, top ten videos of all time. <laughs>
0: uh, awesome. Yeah. So, so what's up next for you guys? Um, the album's coming out on the 23rd, right? Uh, you've got some singles coming out in advance. I think we said next Friday, right? Or this Friday, this, this, Friday, Friday, yep. this Friday, two days from now. Yep. So the everybody third. listening in the in the future, you'll be a, you have listened to it for a few weeks. Um, and then you got another one, I think coming out in June,
1: uh, June 3rd. 3rd, it'll be okay. yep. cool. I need to hear it's gonna drop.
0: Nice. Is so that what it's gonna be?
1: Well, we yes, right, as of right now, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you gotta kind of speak and forever, forever hold your peace. Right? <laughs> it, Distribution yeah. says so. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I could I
4: could go into Photoshop and change that up. That's right, <laughs> real quick. <Yep. laughs> Chuck,
1: what do you think our second single should be?
0: Uh, I think it should be failures. Failures. Yeah, I, I think that tune is super cool. I mean, yeah, awesome. How do you guys failure. feel
1: about
4: that? You guys want to call it yeah. audible right here, right now? Let's do it. Let's do <laughs> right. it. Let's Chuck make said Chuck failures. part of the creative. Oh, my God. All right, all uh, right.
0: Chuck, welcome, we to yeah. <laughs> yeah. welcome to the team. Yeah, to the team. Yeah. Oh, thank You said you we'll were Chuck. Very much, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Borrow it, you know, or whatever. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, crazy. So, uh, so beyond what the album, next, huh? uh, yeah, what is uh, any uh, shows lined up? Planning to do any? So yeah. Uh,
1: um we are playing we're supporting hodera um uh which is a, a a really good band out of new jersey at the lager house and nice. um on it is july 6th Sixth, july yeah. 6th yeah nailed it nice. and then thursday. um that's a thursday thirsty Thursdays, guys. thursday yeah
2: the pre-friend and then
1: That's right. And then, uh, what we're Chuck, what we're doing is we're celebrating the album release on August 18th, which is a Friday at the logger house. Oh, cool. Um, we're still working on the bill. Um, but yeah, we're going to be having a good time and we're, um, you know, going to have some, some have have it more feel like a, uh, a party. So that'll be fun. Awesome. Uh, We're really excited.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That sounds awesome. That'll be fantastic. I'm absolutely gonna, i'm gonna have to hoping look at have my calendar after the
3: final records then
1: yeah i didn't want to like jinx it and say it but since you said it now we, so we got a pressing going right now and we're hoping to have hoping to have the um at least a couple of them over here by by august
0: 18th oh man so, that'd be awesome i'd love to get yeah. by one of those holy shit that'd be fantastic
1: i'll come to the show my man all right all right
2: yeah <laughs> more incentive fantastic
1: yeah absolutely
0: cool well guys. Thank you so much for being on Fans with Bands. I really appreciate it, and I've just got one last question. <laughs> See, Paul's, it is. Paul's, Paul, Paul, knows what it is, but <laughs> <laughs> pineapple or no pineapple on pizza? Matt, pineapple. K, no. Sure,
4: I love pineapple on pizza. All right, <laughs> pineapple with ham. Nice. Oh,
0: okay. Nice. nice. Conditional. <laughs> um, Matt K, how about you?
5: I'm a, I'm a no on no. pineapple on pizza <laughs> yeah. not a hard uh, no uh, but like because uh, even if you pick it off there's like still that residue, like oh, yeah. you like a i juice. know what was here yeah. you know <laughs> yeah. but i don't i don't need fruit on my pizza you know yeah. like that i feel like you're making a health food decision <laughs> on a pizza which is that's not okay with me
1: <laughs> uh, so our tomatoes fruit like, how do you, how do you, oh, how, do you right, yeah. how do you square that, bud? Yeah.
0: And bacon is a fruit jump, too. Jump, <laughs> don't
2: don't, don't complicate this for me. I'm back battling really All right. Uh, I
4: got one for you now, Chuck. Go for it. Is cereal a soup?
2: Ooh. Oh, shit. Cereal a
0: soup. That's a great, that's a great question. I'm about to steal this. Cereal a soup uh i would say yes it is soup because um it's it's a cold soup like a gazpacho um but with a milk base i mean milk is used for soups. yes cereal is a soup yep and i would say the best cereal soup is um (laughs) peanut butter captain crunch
4: i'm with you oh yeah if you ever want breaded chicken you can make peanut butter captain (sighs) crunch breaded chicken oh it might just change your life
1: yeah Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I'm learning
0: man. so much. <laughs> and and Paul, so much. P- Paul, were you a pineapple person?
1: Oh, absolutely. Oh, no. yeah. I, and my, my son's super into it, so oh. you pretty much have to. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> or oh, face
0: man. the wrath. Oh, crazy. <laughs> well, guys, thanks again for being on Fans of Bands. I really appreciate it. Thanks, yeah.
4: Chuck. Thanks so much for having us. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks, Joey. Bye. See you guys. <laughs> bye bye.
0: Many thanks to Matt, Paul, Matt, Jameis, Jillian, and Ashley for joining me on this episode of Fans of Bands. I can't say enough good things about Moonwreckers and their new album, Why Look Here. I loved hearing the stories behind the music as well as getting to know the band. We talked about music in general and what they've been listening to recently. As always, we wrapped up with pizza. Moonwreckers' Why Look Here is out now. Be sure to get your copy. You can check them out live on July 6th at the Lager House in Detroit, Corktown. See the show notes for all the details and links. These are tough times for everyone in the creative industry, such as music. Your support of live streaming, purchasing music, and merchandise is critical. If you can help out your local artists, please do. If you are in the Michigan area, consider following the Playing in the Detroit Area Tonight Facebook page. It is a place for fans and bands to support each other and share our combined love of music. Thank you all so much for listening. Be sure to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast service to get each and every episode of Fans with Bands. Spread the word by rating the show and leaving a comment. We want to hear what you think. You can keep in touch by following us on social media. This is a Life in Michigan production. Until next time, be well and kick
2: out the jams.